You've chosen America's number one. Number one. Number one. one. Outdoor radio show. Well, welcome to America, amigo. The Revolution with Jim and Trav, where we bring you the outdoors so you can get outdoors. It's outdoor radio at its finest that highlights local and national outdoor news in the field perspectives and current gear reviews that are 100% free of charge. Brought to you by Whitetails Extreme, the makers of Rack Addict. Ignite improved nutrition and results 365 with Rack Addict. Log on to whitetails-extreme.com to learn more about Rack Addict. Now, without further ado, let's start the revolution with Jim and Trav. The last few years have seen an exponential growth in archery, whether it be by target archery, 3D, or hunting. But everybody has their own preference bow. Again, price determines which bow you might take. Uh, we're going to go over probably the single most important thing to uh, shooting well. So our hand, it holds the bow. The first thing I want to point out is the muscles in this hand can make a difference while you're shooting. This hand has to be very soft on this handle, and I always think of the handle having stickers on it. Because if you don't and you grip the bow real tight, you torque the bow, and therefore your air is not consistent. Now I'm sitting there trying to think, how long has it been since I've talked to Miss Cleo? Uh, it's been a couple days, but uh, Miss Cleo, are you there? Call me now for a free tarot reading. But I am predicting, okay, uh, this show uh-huh. is going to be our best show ever. You think this so? right here, today's show is the pinnacle of our career. Yeah, our phoenix is flying, right? If you want to use that analogy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sure, you, you can do that. Yeah. You know, going back to that clip that just played that yeah. Frank the Sound Guy did, you know, consistency is everything in bow hunting. I'm glad you brought that up. Kind of rehashing what we heard 30 seconds ago. Yeah. That was wonderful. Uh, but on today's show, we are discussing pre-archery season prep work and so on this week's ram power block powered by ram at ramtrucks.com hey we'll have the editor of bowhunter magazine kurt wells and then phoning us on the ram hotline at 785-846-7647 will be lenny resmer with carbon express arrows and then bowhunting world magazine's field editor rick bones mike strandland now he is the editor of bowhunting world editor, magazine man yeah and Steve Morgan with Dominant Forces TV. Yeah, you know, Jim, I used to be a, a real firm believer in uh, mechanical broadheads. You, yeah. know, you like the fixed broadheads. Uh-huh. And I had shot those for years, never had any problem with this past uh, season. Past fall. No, I'm not going to say the brand I was using because I'm, I'm not like that. But the name of the company has a lot of similarities to the song, uh, Like a G6. Yeah. But it's not G6. <laughs> yeah, it's really uh, close, though. <laughs> But anyways, I used to use them for years and years and years, and I bragged to everyone about them. But this past season, I had a really bad experience with mechanical broadheads. A gray buck came in about 36, 37 yards. Easy shot. Take the shot. Perfect. Little high. Not bad. Would have clipped. A couple lungs. of lungs. Yeah. You know, and that's great. However, on impact, they never opened. It was like a field point. Like a field point. Just made a puncture wound. I mean, the arrow passed all the way through him. Uh, found the arrow. Found the deer later, but uh, we had to work that. After about five or six hours of tracking the deer. And many had to miles. Make, and had to make another shot. And so after that, I mean, it's really shied me away from uh, mechanical broadheads. But Frank is actually going to play a clip. Are you ready? Oh, you need a couple more seconds. Uh, we're going to play a clip for you guys off of YouTube. And um, it's absolutely amazing. Frank's got it ready. Uh, take a listen. This is the revolution. You know, people say all oh, those mechanical broadheads, they won't open up on impact. You know, I have said that. I just this said that a second ago. Well, that arrow, she was standing there. When I was picking my spot on her. Did oh, you see that? It opened right on her, her ear. On her ear. You guys, I know you can't perfect, see this. I mean, this is amazing. Perfect broadhead hole. Straight through her ear. It opened up on her ear. That's incredible. I, I mean, really. That soft that tissue opened that. is so thin, it opened that broadhead, and it still passed all the way through that dough. Uh-huh. I mean, that is like a dream shot right there. I think this might, I once was a believer, then I became a non-believer, and I think I'm becoming a believer again. Which means that you're uh, born again. I'm a believer. <laughs> I couldn't uh, be if I tried. Uh, so as Jim said, let me uh, look here. As Jim said just a second ago, we are being joined right now by uh, Mr. Kurt Wells, and he is the editor of Bowhunter Magazine, and his career has spanned 31 years across 23 states, nine Canadian provinces or territories, and I would not brag about that, those Canadians. Uh, he's pursued 21 species of game with a bow and arrow. Mr. Kurt, man, welcome to the revolution, buddy. Hey, I just added country number six, got back from Australia last week. You're not kidding. Really? Holy can yeah. see, you could scratch off Canada and just put Australia. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And how about you? You guys seen in the news that was true that baby back in 1980 was taken by a dingo. 
Really? That's crazy. I don't know why I brought that up. It was owned by Jim Shockey. <laughs> Jim Shockey hired it. But anyways, you know, uh, we're going to uh, touch right now on a, on a really great piece that you did uh, with one of your uh, co-workers on peep sites, Kurt. Yeah, it was on Bowhunter TV, right? Bowhunter TV, yeah. yeah. Bowhunter TV. Tech talk segment. Yeah, and I thought this was such a well-put-together segment because, you know, there's so many moving parts on a bow, and like we touched on during this past ad break for a second, uh, Kurt, um, I'm not a DIY guy when it comes to my bows. I take it to a bow shop. I know how to shoot it, but that's about it. Like little maintenance, waxing a string, I'm pretty good at. But when it comes to peep sites, Kurt. <laughs> he did have to take a remedial class um, on that. I, I was really blown away by that piece. Great job. Well done, man. Well, thanks. It's uh, one of those things where uh, you can go the easy route and use a peep site with a rubber cord. Yeah. But that creates some problems. You, you have to fear whether that rubber cord is going to break, snap you in the eyeball, or it <laughs> creates noise, or if it breaks when you're out in the middle of a hunt, and that kind of thing. So uh, generally, most of us try to use a peep without the rubber cord and getting it adjusted to turn into your eyesight is uh, kind of takes a bow press in some cases so it eliminates guys that don't have access to a bow press yeah in watching the uh, the short video that you did on this when you put that uh, peep sight in there i mean the number of twists that that string in has in it uh, is you know really uh, crucial to vital. lining that's yeah vital to lining up that peep isn't it right and if you have a a really good quality bowstring, when you come back to full draw, if you're using a release and a string loop, there'll be very little movement or very little twist, but there's usually just enough where if the bow is in a relaxed state, the peep will be turned slightly, usually to the right, and as you draw, it'll come back around to the left, and you have to get that so that it, you know, the best way to start is to put the peep in, draw your bow with your eyes closed, get comfortable on your anchor, and then open your eye, and if the peep is not right in front of your pupil, then you adjust it to get the height right. And then sometimes that twist in that string will change where that peep turns, and that's where you use a bow press to take the string off, put a half a turn in it, put it back on, and then see how that all straightens out. But usually you don't do that until you've shot probably at least 100 arrows out of the bow, so the yeah. string kind of gets settled in and it, it'll creep just a little bit yeah now kurt i actually watched this video uh yesterday and i was talking to my buddy and he actually has a tubeless peep site and uh something you brought up i never thought of i i asked him uh, well what's the diameter and he's like well yeah, it's about yay big holds up his pinky um you know these are all things that you addressed in this video but you have to think about it. and you said that you i think it was a quarter inch diameter is what you prefer but I mean, this really is kind of a complicated or intricate um, little task at hand, isn't it? Yeah, and, you know, as far as uh, peep diameter goes, it depends. First, got to decide how you're going to aim. Some people will aim and center the correct pin in the peep uh, when they're ready to shoot. But uh, lately, most uh, bow hunters have gone to a system where they center the sight guard, the entire round sight guard in the peep, and then use the appropriate pin. Really? And, uh, and that allows you to use a, a larger peep sight hole. If you use a real small one and you're just aiming at uh, a single pin or with a single pin, uh, it restricts the light that goes into your eye. So in low light situations, early morning, late evening, uh, that small hole in that peep will really cut down on uh, the time that you can shoot. So guys have gone to a quarter inch uh, or even larger peeps, so they get plenty of light coming in, they center the sight guard, and they can see everything. And even if you torque the bow a little bit, you can tell because that peep and the sight guard will lose that alignment. So it's all about consistency. You can even do things wrong when you're shooting a bow, but if you do it wrong consistently, yeah. it'll be a pretty good shot. It turns out to be your right. Huh? <laughs> yeah, if you do things wrong long enough, you'll get good at it. <laughs> but real fast before we go on with this, Kurt, if we want to find you guys online, uh, where you get, you're basically the authority when it comes to bow hunting. He's the final say. Uh, where can we find you guys online? Uh, we're at bowhunter.com. And uh, you can get there and uh, read different magazine articles, check out what's happening with the magazine. I'm writing a blog called Vantage Point. Yeah. Point. 
And then also Bowhunter TV, you can go to that and uh, see some of these Tech Talk segments that we've done over the years. And, you know, we pack a lot of information into our show, and uh, our purpose is to make everyone out there a better bowhunter. Yeah, well, you give a lot of nuts and bolts kind of information that uh, anyone can use, even Travis and I, who have an IQ of like 90. We Com- can- combined? <laughs> combined. Yes. Yeah. We can actually, you know, figure out what to do with our bow. So it's a really a good DIY, as Travis says, show for the average outdoorsman. That's what we try to do. Uh, you know, we don't spend a lot of time showing the frills and all that stuff of hunting. We get in, get out, hunt, and show you the animals, the excitement of the hunt, plus all the columns with, uh, you know, the Tech Talk and the Randy Omer segments and, yeah. and all those kinds of things. So and this year we're adding another segment, Perfect Shot, by... Levi Morgan, so we cram a lot of information into a half an hour. Yeah, they don't whine and dine you. Just, no, just know all. that. Um, but one thing, I mean, you guys, you have some real purists. And, and one thing I, I want to, I know we got to get to an ad break here in a second. I get a kick out of reading some of the comments from your listeners, or not listeners, actually listeners, watchers, readers, whatever bloggers. you want to call them, bloggers. They're very vocal. Yeah, you, you don't want to talk about uh, mechanical bows with a traditional bow hunter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everybody's kind of got their little niche they like to protect, you know. Yeah, you th- let's not go to a crossbow. Yeah, that's, <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be broken bows. There'll be cross on crossbows. <laughs> right. One more time, Mr. Kurt, where can we find you guys online? Bowhunter.com. You bet. That was Kurt Weld, and of course, he's the editor of Bowhunter Magazine. So we're the revolution. We're brought to you by Ram Trucks at RamTrucks.com plus Ruger at Ruger.com and High Mountain Seasonings. That's H-I-M-T-N-Jerky.com plus N-R-A blog at N-R-A blog.com and Cabela's, world's foremost outfitter at Cabela's.com. But Mr. Kurt, man, this has been great. Ah, uh, it's been a peep of a good time. You're my peep now. <laughs> thank you. Uh, Kurt, thanks so much for being on, buddy. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. And say hi to Lenny for me. All right. Hey, coming up next is Lenny Resmer, and he is the Director of Archery and International Sales for Carbon Express Arrows. Like I said, give me our best show ever. Stick around. Witness it. It's crunch time, boys and girls, because archery season in some states is less than nine weeks away. So more pre-archery season prep work brought to you by Ram Trucks is coming up next on The Revolution. Sometimes you can tell a lot about a horse by what it's named. Like its color. It might be blacky or roany or buck. A name could have something to do with a horse's temperament or its disposition. Like wild man or roller or bad bob yeah the name of a horse is sometimes the name of his game it's kind of like driving a ram truck that name means something it means you know the value of dust sweat and pride guts glory ram Ram is a registered trademark of Chrysler Group, LLC. High Mountain Seasonings. Turn your fish and game from ordinary to extraordinary. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. Every weekend morning, make NBC Sports Outdoors your destination for the best fishing shows and most respected anglers around. Beginning every Saturday and Sunday morning at 7 on the NBC Sports Network. You're on The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Jimmy, you and I have something in common. (laughs) What would that be? Well, we both work together. We've always dreamt of shooting a Volkswagen with a bow and arrow. You know, ever since (laughs) I was a small child, every time I see a slug bug, I hit somebody and then I say, I wish I had a bow and arrow. We're going to play another clip as always. Ah, uh, you just take a listen. It's so stupid. The revolution. So they tell me these carbon arrows will go right through my car. Poor quality, but anyways, <laughs> you, you gotta take a listen. Here it goes. Today, we have the 60-pound bow. 60-pound bow. Carbon fiber arrow. About 10 meters. All right, so it's 15 yards. We're gonna uh-huh. see if it'll go through the Volkswagen. Nope. Well, of course it didn't go through the car. No, that is one of the biggest gimmicks. Shoot it again. Waste another 20 bucks. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because you know um, he bought into that gimmick. I've heard people say, oh, these carbon fiber arrows, they could shoot right through a car fast. 
They're idiots. <laughs> I mean, like Jim said, he just ruined 20 bucks. But anyways, right now we are being joined by uh, Lenny Resmer, and he is the director of archery and international sales uh, at a Carbon Express. Lenny, how's it going, buddy? Hey, it's going great today. Yeah, now, Lenny, um, touching again on Jim's point, I mean, th- what this guy did is just flat out ridiculous. Um, a shaft, a carbon fiber shaft runs 10 to 20 bucks, depending to, on who it is. doesn't matter how you cut it. No pun intended. <laughs> um, the only point that this man proved is he's an idiot. He should have known it wasn't going to shoot through the car. This is just dumb, Lenny. Yeah, it is ridiculous because uh, people think that carbon arrows are, you know, they do penetrate very well. Yeah. Uh, and that they'll, they think also they'll never break, but that's not true. I mean, you got to uh, still <laughs> be uh, reasonable with them. You yeah. Proper targets, and you know, uh, you, you can't be shooting in the sides of cars and think, well, <laughs> it's not going to break because that's got a tremendous amount of kinetic energy yeah. coming out of today's modern day bows. Yeah. Now, the thing is, I remember I started off shooting wood shaft arrows, then I went to aluminum. Now we're shooting carbon express arrows. How do you choose the right arrow? Well, it, you know, to choose the right arrow, uh, of course, you, it's like anything else. Like in scope, you, you want to get the best scope you can that you can afford uh-huh. it's a little bit on the arrows too because the higher usually you're going in price uh-huh. especially in our uh like our new maxima series with dual spine weight forward yeah. it's going to be the the most forgiving uh it's going to give you some advantages that uh they're going to be straighter they've got a lot of of simple recovery on these that uh you can have a little bit of a bad release and especially when you have a bad release on an arrow that's got a broadhead that can be magnified in a lot of arrows, this one, because it recovers so fast out of the bow with the dual spine weight forward, that isn't magnified. It's still really nice, uh, tight pattern that uh, at your target or animal that you're shooting at. Yeah. Now, um, Lenny, we, we go and spend a ton of money on a bow. Let's say we drop anywhere from five hundred to twelve hundred bucks on a bow. Okay. And then when we when we think about arrows, you know, we're, of course we're going to buy something carbon, carbon fiber. That's hot right now. We we measure our draw length and we have arrows cut to fit that. And then we go and buy our broadheads, and then we step out in the field. And that is pretty much, I think, the gist of what people do when it comes to selecting aerials. But really, um, you guys have a wonderful article you actually put out last year in Bowhunter Online, where I found it. It's called Aero Academy from Carbon Express. Um, There's so many things that you need to think about and you address in this article. You know, how um, uh, consistent should they be? Should each arrow be matched to uh, tight weight and spine tolerances? Uh, should they uh, remove easily from a target? I mean, there's so many different things you need to think about that um, we constantly overlook. It's just negligence on our part, Lenny. Yes, it is. Uh, there, there's two things, and you'll hear me say this over and over again. Spine is everything. Yeah. You've got to have this proper spine of the arrow, and it's important that that full dozen you're buying are of all the same spine because that's what's going to make them shoot the same. And then the critical point, and I'm glad you mentioned, you know, you spent $1,200 for a bow. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't take and buy a Cadillac and turn around and put the worst tires that you can <laughs> find out there on it, okay? You're going to expect you're going to want to have the best tires because it's going to drive the best down the road, hold yeah. the best there. It's no difference with a bow. The bow is really only half of it. you got to have an arrow that's going to be able to take it. Look at some of these bows today. I mean... Some of these bows are shooting over 350 feet per second. You need an arrow that's going to be able to take this high efficient amount of energy, of stored energy in these bows, and deliver that arrow for mm-hmm. two things. Forgiveness, so it's because uh, we're not shooting machines, it's got to be able to forgive through the shot. Yeah. And then recovery as fast as possible so that once you've got through that shot, that arrow's recovered so it gets it on track to your target. Yeah. Now, real fast before we go on with this, Lenny, we've got a couple minutes left. Uh, if we want to find Carbon Express online uh, and possibly look into your products, uh, where can we find you guys? CarbonExpressArrows.com. Yeah. Now, um, obviously, carbon fiber, it's lighter. When when do we cross the point, Lenny, of becoming too light? You know, when, when you're, when you're let's say, you're, you're hunting in Africa or you're hunting in elk or whatever, you're going after big game, okay? And you've got a 70, 80-pound pull on your bow. I mean, what you should be looking for weight-wise of arrow. If you're going after big game, like you're talking Africa or or, or elk or moose and that type Bear. of thing, I like to recommend something well over nine grains really? uh, per, per inch for weight. Even closer to, to uh, 10 would even uh, be better on some of uh, those. I personally like about a nine-grain arrow for all-around all type shooting. Really? 
you know, last year went to Africa and, and I shoot 58 pounds. Oh, wow. And, yeah. and, and, uh, I use a, our, our maximum hunter mm-hmm. and, yeah. uh, I shot through an elan, which is the largest yeah. uh, antelope type Africa uh, animal <laughs> there is there, you know, that's exceeding 14, 1500 pounds Jeez. for those animal like that and had a clean pass through. Really? It's all about not necessarily weight. And I've seen so many times guys do this. They want a 70, 75, 80 pound bow. Mm-hmm. Then they want to find the lightest arrow. Yeah. And I try to tell them, you know, you can take and get a 60, 65 pound bow and shoot an arrow that's a little bit heavier. Heavier grain. At, at grain and, and as long as you have a range finder, if you're worried about longer distances out there, and get much better penetration. Yeah. It's like, for instance, I hear so many times, my youngster shooting 35, 40 pounds for deer hunting. I've got to find a light broadhead and a very light arrow. And I mm. say, back up, yep. back up. You want to go the other way around. You want to get yourself to at least over seven. I would recommend something closer to the eight grains per inch. Uh, even if you got to leave that arrow and give the kinetic energy up, leave it two or three inches longer than normal. Really? Because it's all about grain weight that's going to give you the penetration. So I say you want enough weight so that slower and you don't have the kinetic energy behind it as far as speed. But that weight is what's going to give you your penetration to do the job. Yeah. Hey, we've been talking with Lenny Resmir, and he is with Carbon Express Arrows. Yeah, he's actually the director of archery and international sales. One more time, Mr. Lenny, we're actually coming up on a break we got to get to. If we want to find out more about Carbon Express, possibly looking to read some articles, anything online, uh, where do we have to go? CarbonExpressArrows.com. Hey, that's pretty simple. We are the revolution. We are brought to you by Ram Trucks at RamTrucks.com plus Ruger at Ruger.com and High Mountain Seasonings. That is H-I-M-T-N-Jerky.com plus N-R-A blog at N-R-A-Blog.com. But stick around because coming up after the break, we're actually going to have Rick Combs, the bow expert, Jimmy. And he's going to tell us about bows. Bow stuff. Anyways, because this is the I free archery music. season prep work. Mr. Lenny Resmer, one more time. Thank you so much, buddy. Thank you, guys. All pre-archery season prep work assignments are due by the end of the show. And if you're late, the boys will shoot you with an arrow. Ah! Just kidding. Their aim isn't so good. This is the revolution. Gear Aid's repair products make it easy to restore gear to like new condition. Use Aqua Seal to patch waders, Seam Grip for leaky tents, and Revive X to repel rain. Dozens of products with hundreds of uses. See the full line and find a local dealer at GearAid.us. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. The Ruger 1022 Takedown, a new take on the legendary Ruger 1022. With all of the features and functionality of America's favorite rimfire rifle, the Ruger 1022 Takedown easily separates for convenient storage and transportation. Reassembly is simple and returns the rifle to zero, ensuring precision shot after shot. Packed in a backpack-style bag included with the rifle, the Ruger 1022 Takedown makes it easy to keep America's favorite rimfire by your side. And now, pre-archery season prep work on The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Well, hey, we've been talking about pre-archery season prep work, and we just listened to Lenny Resmer on the line. He's with uh, Carbon Express Arrows. Yeah, he's actually their director of archery and international sales. Right now, we're being joined by the BA. His title's longer than uh, those arrows. Lenny's? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> we're being joined by uh, Rick Combs, and he is the BA of the bow hunting world. He is a stud. He eats arrows. He does. And he breakfast. Craps compounds. <laughs> uh, now, before we get to Rick, though, Rick Combs. Rick Combs is the field editor for Bow Hunting World magazine. Uh, Frankie, Frank, as always, has a clip. This he guy, he, to, uh, he searches. Where the heck do you find all this stuff at? I think he could make uh, he better use-, use of his time, <laughs> but he insists on playing this. So, take a listen. The revolution. Um, today we're talking about what equipment you need for archery. Um, we'll go over just some of the basics. Um, really, at the rudimentary level, all you need really is a stick, a string, and a stick that you can use as an arrow. <laughs> okay, so a stick, a string, string a stick. and a stick. <laughs> he is right. That is very rudimentary. Uh, simplest form is possible. Put some possible. little beads on it. You got something. He was correct about that. If you want to be, a, let's say, a little more progressive and advanced in your skills, yeah, you might want to take a little further in-depth look into yeah, this. Yeah, put a wheel on it and make it portable. <laughs> Yeah, so once again, uh, we are being joined by Rick Combs, and he's the field editor for Bow Hunting World magazine, as I said just a second ago. 
Mr. Rickman, how's it going, buddy? How you doing, fellas? Yeah, we're not doing too bad. You know, uh, like I said just a second ago, we had uh, Lenny uh, Resmer on uh, from Carpet Express, and Jim and him briefly touched on fletching. Yeah, now, um, uh, we we saw Byron Ferguson the other day shoot an arrow with a chicken on the end. A of it. real some, life chicken I on mean, the back. <laughs> it was re- really big <laughs> fletching, and I thought, what the heck's going on with that? But it's really cool. You've got like a three part little uh, story on a uh, Bow Hunting World magazine there online. And uh, it's called Fletching Revisited. And this is very yeah. interesting. You bring out a lot of points, Rick, that Jim and I never, ever would have dreamt of thinking about. Well, and, you know, I, I until a few years ago, I was a big fan of feather fletching myself. Yeah. I mean, one thing you could say about feather fletching, nobody has ever said it doesn't work. Yeah. We know it works. It's worked for hundreds, if not thousands of years. Uh, it does the job. But it does have some downsides, one of which is they collapse when they're wet. Yeah. Uh, there are treatments you can use to get around that, but, you know, it just adds an extra step and an extra thing to go wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not very durable. Yeah. You know, you put them through a target a few times and, and you have to refletch. They have their upside. They're extremely lightweight. They're virtually weightless. They do offer a little more control of broadheads. But, you know, and they're more forgiving of contact. Yeah. But one thing after another changed in the technology with, with compound bows that started eliminating those those advantages for me. Uh, the drop-away rest, for instance, mm-hmm. if it's properly set up, virtually eliminates contact problems. Yeah. Um, and the, the stiffer veins and the little bit higher profile veins, like the blazer-type veins, uh, they offer pretty darn good control of broadhead. So that became a kind of a non-issue for me, too. Yeah. Now, is it the height of the vein or is it the length of the vein that gives it the most stability? Well, it's both. I mean, it, it, it's size is a factor, but then there are a few other factors, too. One is the stiffness. Yeah. So one of the reasons you get away with a smaller vein, but you still get the control, is that it's stiffer. Another is the profile, that is how the shape of it and, and how high it sticks up. Uh, of course, that that's related to the overall size of it. Yeah. Now, like you brought up, the reason for fletching is to provide stability uh, for your arrow, and that is achieved through spin. Now, I've always right, been told. Exactly. Now, you, you, I want you to kind of um, tell us whether this is uh, fact or fiction that actually you create more spin using feathers, and when you go with like a plastic vein, it actually slows that process down a bit. Yeah. Well, the feather does, and this is another factor, the feather, because it's not absolutely smooth, it's a little bit textured. Yeah. So it, it does, it does uh, uh, you know, you, you have that factor to take into consideration. Um, but really, the spin itself, there are a whole lot of variables involved in that. And if you've got a, a good helical or a good offset on a plastic vein, it's going to spin plenty fast enough. Yeah. What company do you think would give the entry-level person the right uh, equipment at a price point that most people can afford. Yeah, like like Jim's saying, Rick, can we get a great bow even for a beginner, intermediate, or advanced shooter? Um, can we get those same technology and advances in a six hundred dollar bow that can also be found in a twelve hundred dollar bow? Yeah, I think you can. And here's the difference: I think if you know, if we, we look at the qualities we look for in a bow, we we look at the speed, of course. We look at forgiveness. We look at the mass weight of the bow. It's more pleasant to carry around a light bow for most people. Uh, we look at the appearance of the bow. You know, yeah. we don't want to drive ugly trucks, and we don't want to carry <laughs> an ugly bow. I won't go but, in the woods with an ugly bow. <laughs> there you go. So, But, you know, if you want all those things, you're going to pay for them. However, for a moderate price, you can get most of those things, if not every single one of them. Uh, for instance... Maybe you'll sacrifice a little weight and you'll carry a little heavier bow. But what is a good middle-of-the-road manufacturer? Well, since you mentioned that, one thing you can look at is a lot of these bows have, I guess you could call them spinoffs, okay? Mm -hmm. Uh, In the case of Matthews, they've come out with a line of bows, uh, 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 mission bows. Oh. Incorporate a lot of the same technology. Yeah, but at a at a lower price point, Bowtech has a spinoff diamond bows. Yeah, and a lot of those are in their RAK, that is the Ready Aim Kill series, which means they come with the quiver, the rest, the sights, the stabilizer, 
and all that kind of stuff, which uh, uh, also makes them a little more economical. All right. You know, with all these new technological advances like you talked about, and a bullet shooting 350 feet per second, and you're talking about you could back off, you know, 15, 20 uh, feet from that. With all these new advances, is there more animals being harvested from, let's say, 10, 15 years ago? Yeah, that's a really good question. I'm going to guess the answer is no, yeah. because it's still a game of getting up close and perfect. Yes, exactly. You know, got firearms hunters, and I'm not putting it down because I do a little firearm hunting myself, mm-hmm. but you hear firearm hunters boast about how long a shot they made. Yeah. Well, bow hunters boast about how close they got to the game, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that's still what it's all about. Even with the improvements we have, you still want to get 20 yards from that deer if you can. Yep. You know, and 40 Bingo. yards is still a long shot. Uh, what has happened is it's made shooting more fun. It's made it more pleasant. It's yep. made it more accessible to more people. And that's a good thing. You know, that, that's my take. Yeah. Well, hey, we've been talking with Rick Combs, and he is the field editor for Bow Hunting World Magazine. This guy knows everything about bow hunting. He taught us a lot. This guy <laughs> is a stud in the bow hunting world. But once again, you got to hop on uh, Bow Hunting World Magazine, uh, their website. We don't know the address exactly. Once again, just Google it, Bing it, do whatever you got to do. Bow Hunting World, it'll pop up. Yeah, it's uh, not a problem. A lot of great articles on there uh, brought to you by Mr. Rick Combs himself. But uh, we are the revolution, and we are brought to you by Ram Trucks. Ramtrucks.com plus Ruger at Ruger.com and Zeiss. That's Zeiss.com forward slash sports. And how about Cabela's, world's foremost outfitter at Cabela's.com. But uh, stick around, because coming up after the break, we're actually going to have, hold on, let me pull this up here. Mike Strandlin. Mike Strandlin, and he is the editor of Bow Hunting World. And he's going to tell us where to go. And he's going to tell us their web address. <laughs> Rick, thank you so much for uh, coming on the show, buddy. Appreciate it. Jim, Travis, it was good talking to both of you. Uh, Roger the Revolution. Are you wondering what to do with your leftover game meat? Turn it into delicious snacks. At High Mountain Seasonings, we have 20 jerky-making kits, 13 snacking stick flavors, and 13 varieties of sausage-making kits. That means we have something for everybody. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. Hey, this is Jimmy Houston here to tell you about the incredible fishing in Kansas. With so many lakes, reservoirs, ponds, streams, creeks, you'll find everything. Largemouth bass, crappie, walleye, and my favorite cousin, the old wily catfish. Learn more about the great fishing in Kansas at www.travelks.com. Are you looking for a new pair of binoculars that you can count on? Check out the new Zeiss Conquest HD, a revolution in design, ergonomics, and optics. The all-new HD lens system offers clear and crisp images with true brilliant colors and are covered by Zeiss's five-year no-fault policy. Check out Zeiss.com sports for more information. Here's a helpful tip from Ram Trucks to all you summer campers. Avoid getting Giardia, sunburnt, and eaten alive by packing plenty of clean water, tons of sunscreen, and a thermocell. This handy tip has been brought to you by Ram Trucks at RamTrucks.com. One of the most important parts about shooting a bow is muscle memory. And the only way to develop good muscle memory is to shoot your bow as often as you can. Don't wait a week before archery season opens up and then go out there and shoot because you're going to wear yourself out and then you're not going to be as steady as you could be if you shot all year long. All right, so muscle memory. That was a very good point, I thought. Um, you know, a lot of people, and I know you've done this too, Jim, sure. you have a point on your face. When you pull your string back, you kind of rest your cheek on there. And I have found with my facial hair, that is not such a hot <laughs> deal, man. Yeah, that's Instant sucks. haircut. But, you know, my muscle actually has no memory of being in shape. I don't think anyone has any memory of you being in shape. Uh, well, hey, we just heard from Rick nice. Holmes, the field editor for Bow Hunting World Magazine. Yeah, great guy. And actually, we have his boss on right now, the editor of Bow Hunting World Magazine, Mr. Mike Strandland. And Mike actually has nothing nice to say about Rick. Uh, anyways, Mike, how's it going, buddy? Now you're going to get me in trouble. <laughs> Part of our job. He's my best man. I can't lose him. Uh-oh. And I got to read you. Let me adjust my mic. I got to read you guys something. This, I thought this was absolutely amazing. Uh, Frank actually pulled us out. Frank, the sound guy. Uh, Matt Strutchman seems like an unlikely archery champion, not only because he joined the uh, sport two years ago. Can you imagine, Jim, only being in the sport for two years and you're already a you champion? He picked it up. Stop. <laughs> you read ahead. <laughs> um, not only because he got this. Stop. Seriously. He got in the sport two years ago, okay? 
But here's what really makes him an unlikely champion, okay? He was born with no limbs. So the guy's got no arms whatsoever. That's why Jim <laughs> said I, that was a low blow, he, okay? He picked it up. <laughs> so what he does... That was a euphemism for he started doing it. <laughs> yes. He picks up the bow, all right, with his foot. He uses his big toe and, like, his pointer toe, wraps around the bow, picks it up. Then he has this, like, little apparatus that straps around his shoulders, okay? So he straps this around his shoulders. As he pushes the bow out with his foot, he leans back with his shoulders, pulls the bow back, and releases it with Don't his mouth. Don't you think that they would call that an unfair advantage? I should smack you. I really should. Um, I, or this guy. What did he do? This guy. Anyways, he just he just set a world record at last year. Okay, it was last year. He had the longest bullseye ever at 230 yards. I mean, that is tremendous. I, I, I'm well, kind of. I'm, I'm hop, skipping, and jump away. I'm disgusted with you right now. Uh, that that's amazing. Remember Tim Farmer. Uh, hunting, uh, yeah, he's with uh, Kentucky. Kentucky uh, Field. Kentucky yeah. Field. Anyways, Mike, we're kind of ignoring you. This is awesome, isn't it, man? That is amazing. You got to admire a guy like that. I have heard that story and, and others like it, but nothing pulling off a feet quite like that. Yeah, now, and I'm sorry, uh, Frank, he has another uh, sound clip. Uh, guys, I didn't mean to totally just, uh, we're kind of ignoring you, Mike, <laughs> but um, <laughs> this is so uh, important. This would not be an archery show without having a clip. From Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Let's take a listen. <laughs> the revolution. You have surrounded your given name with a foul stench. The show is epic. Yes. From this day forth, all the toilets in this kingdom shall be known as John's. John's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, Mike, we'll get back to you now. Um, just this past month, uh, Bow Hunting uh, World Magazine, you came out with your annual buyer's guide. And I'm going to tell you, there, there's just tons of school stuff. School stuff. There's just tons of cool stuff. It's cool to be in school. Um, on the market, and you guys in your buyer's guide, you've covered absolutely everything you could think of. Um, kind of tell us about this. Well, I'll tell you. Um, in recent years, there haven't hasn't been anything that's been really innovative. Yeah, and uh, I think there there is this year. Uh huh. And uh, since you just got done talking to Rick about uh, possibility of finding a new bow. Uh, that would be a good time to look at this. It's called the Equalizer Mechanical Release by GoTuff. Really? Really? I've never like, heard of this. Guys, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty amazing. It's uh, What it is is a mechanical release that can actually extend a person's draw length by one, two, three inches. Oh! Without, yeah, without the person having to change his shooting form. And uh, so you can pick up an extra 20, 25% arrow velocity and energy. It's called the equalizer because uh, it allows people with shorter draw lengths uh-huh. to uh, be on par with people with uh, average draw lengths. Wow. And uh, But I think it, just about anybody, if you've got a, a draw length of, that's less than 30 inches, just about anybody can benefit from that. You know, because I think my draw is I 27 and three quarters, you know. Jim has I have ape, 32. Jim has ape arms, you know. <laughs> he needs something to reduce it. He needs a reduction. Now, uh, well, what did you say that was again so we can uh, hop online and check that out? The Equalizer by who? Yes, yeah, it's called the Equalizer Release. It's by a company called Goat Tough out of Tucson, Arizona. Okay. Really? Now, let's kind of get back on topic on preseason checkup things. Now, uh, Travis shoots a mechanical head. I like a, uh, a broadhead, okay? Now, you you say you you've hunted all season and you have not shot for some reason. Okay, put that back in the case. You know we've always sharpened them in the past. Do we have to resharpen those then? Uh, you you need to at least look at them. It may be sharp enough. Uh-huh. It depends on how you've taken care of them and stuff. And uh, it probably has stainless steel blades, so the rush shouldn't be a factor like in older heads or traditional heads. But. Uh, yeah, keep them sharp, that's for sure. Now, Mike, if we want to find out more about Bow Hunting World Magazine, where do we have to head to online to do that? Uh, you go to www.bowhuntingworld.com. Good deal. Hey, we've been talking with Mike Strandland. He is the editor of Bow Hunting World Magazine. That's right, and does an uh, excellent job. But uh, we are the revolution, and we are brought to you by Ram Trucks. At RamTrucks.com plus Ruger at Ruger.com and High Mountain Seasonings. That is H-I-M-T-N-Jerky.com plus N-R-A blog at N-R-A blog.com and... NBC Sports Outdoors at NBCSports.com forward slash outdoors. But Mike, man, dude, appreciate you coming on. Tell us about your uh, 2012 Buyer's Guide and these cool uh, cool product, I should say. Anyways, buddy, uh, thanks. Thank you, fellas. Hey, Steve Morgan with Dominant Forces is coming up next in the wrap-up. The wrap-up.
right after this. Steve Morgan. The Revolution. Just because a hunting or fishing trip is unpredictable doesn't mean dinner has to be. Take control and use Camp Chef at CampChef.com. It's the way to cook outdoors. The Ruger SR-22 is the do-it-all 22 pistol for the shooter who appreciates style and demands reliability. Easy to field, strip, and reassemble, the Ruger SR-22 shoots a broad variety of 22 LR ammunition. It features an ambidextrous manual thumb safety decocking lever and magazine release. Two options for grip, and a fixed white dot front sight and adjustable rear sight with reversible blade. The Ruger SR-22, another American-made product from Ruger. Who's watching your home when you're not there? It could be a burglar. Burglars prefer to break in when they think no one is home, and no one will stop them. Don't be an easy target for intruders. Protect your home with a free security system monitored by ADT, the leader in home security. Pick up your phone right now and get free hardware, free medical and fire alert, and free activation. It's an $850 value. Just call Protect Your Home, your authorized ADT dealer, at 1-866-669-8954. You'll get 24-hour protection, and there's no cost for parts or activation. Call now about a free security system monitored by ADT. Call 1-866-669-8954. $99 installation charge, 36-month monitoring agreement at $35.99 per month. Call for terms and conditions to this offer and protect your home license numbers. Call now, 1-866-669-8954. That's 1-866-669-8954. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav, always hitting the bullseye. Writes this stuff. Here are the boys. All right, it's the wrap up. We are back. Uh, just before the break, we heard from the editor of Bow Hunting World magazine, Mike, uh, Mike Strandlin. What a great guy. Very informational. You know, this has been such a cool show. I love bow hunting. By the way, I was going to tell you this. I made a um, libation run last night. No oh, joke. Yeah. <laughs> a libation run last night. Um, I counted 26 white tails. Really? Seriously. And I, I could believe this. This early in the season already, there had to be one that, oh, man, he was probably uh, uh, 18, 20 inches wide. Or already wider. about tall. 10 to 12 inches tall. I mean, wow. this guy was absolutely phenomenal. He's going to make a nice little buck. I'd put him by three. You were at the zoo, right? No. <laughs> it's a wildlife preserve. <laughs> Close enough. Anyways, this is the wrap-up in I'm Fat. Jimmy, and this is really hard for me. Well, you have fat okay, thoughts. no, I'm just, I am overweight. Sing a song, you'll feel better. Because I'm fat, I'm fat, you know it. <laughs> I am, I'm sorry, I'm a little out of shape. You and- sound, don't even sound like weird Alan <laughs> Yankee bitch at all. It's been so long since I've heard that song. That's a great song. Um, Here's the problem, okay? I get in shape. It's the battle of the bulge all over it's again, It's the right? battle of the bulge, and the bulge is winning is what's <laughs> happening. But no, and I start walking, and you know, I got all my hunting gear on. And to be honest with you, I start chafing my butt. <laughs> and so I get home. That's and more information than anybody wants to know, especially I'm, our next guest. I bet you I am one of the only guys in the whole world that will admit that my wife puts powder on my bottom. <laughs> That's no joke. I swear she does. She does. She's such a great woman. I feel Anyways, sorry for that woman. <laughs> we are being joined right now by, uh, I'm, I feel sorry for Steve. Steve Morgan with Dominant Forces. Uh, such a great team, him and his wife, Miss Jennifer. Steve, how's it going, buddy? Oh, man, I'm excited just like you. Uh, yeah, it is preseason, but like most hunters, we're already chomping at the bit to get out in the field. So I'm definitely can feel your excitement. I'm with you on that one. Yeah, now, uh, you and your wife, you guys are buff, okay? <laughs> you you guys work out. You're, you got you're, muscle in you're, your crap. You're a good-looking guy. Your wife's a nice-looking lady. You work out. You make Jim and I look like crap. And I'm going to read uh, some statistics real quick. Not really statistics, but go over. Did you know, let me pull this up real quick, that uh, Mississippi, 34% of Mississippi is considered obese. Think about that. 34% of a whole state, Steve, is obese. That's one out of three. Colorado, they're at the lowest. I think their obesity rate is 21%. But as a nation, we're just fat, Steve. We're fat and we're sassy. I know I am. I drink way too much beer and watch Outdoor Channel uh, too much. I need to be doing push-ups while I'm watching Outdoor Channel. This is kind of a problem, and this is really for, like for we're most outdoorsmen about, too. Yeah, for most outdoorsmen, you want to get out there and you want to hunt, you want to climb these hills. 
Uh, you really got to take better care of yourself, don't you, Steve? Absolutely. You guys are great. Listen, it, it is. It's a reality. You know, Hunter spent thousands and thousands of dollars on boots and, and, and equipment and gear, and the fact of the matter is, and, I, and I'm forgive me for being ugly, but half of them I see halfway up the hill and they're done. They're sitting down, they're finding the tree. <laughs> and it's a shame because, you know what? The deer are on the other side of the hill. Yeah, you know? exactly. When, you, when I'm coming out of the hills with one of the back, they're like, where'd you get that? I'm like, well, see that mountain over there? They go, yeah, the one behind it. That's the one I was at. <laughs> you know, it's reality. If you want to hunt, let's get serious. You, you do. You got to take care of your body and uh, you got to get serious. There's one of the things that, and uh, Trav and I have owned an outfitting business, and there's nothing worse than having uh, somebody from the East or even from the Midwest come out and hunt. And number one, they can't shoot very well and they're totally out of shape. And you try to get them to an animal and they just can't make it either way. Yeah, absolutely. Man. I mean, I'm, I'm shooting my bow 15, 20 minutes every day. I'm wow. in the gym every day. All those things combined are just, they're just going to enhance your, your hunt overall. My wife drives it. We drive each other. We push each other to the limit. You know what? You got to ask yourself. What do you really want out of this? I mean, yeah, we're all crazy about hunting and getting away from the wives and getting up in the hills. But you know what? Bottom line is, you got to get in shape. Yeah, now you're breaking up a little bit. It's kind of getting a little warbly, Steve. But, um, you know, I sit here and I go to work at, you know, 6 o'clock in the morning, 6.30, and I don't get home till 8 o'clock at night. And um, the last thing I want to do you're flying this is, chair. is hit the gym for an hour. What do we have to do if we want to, you know, slowly build up our stamina, get in better shape, be a little more health conscious? Uh, what's a good jumping off point? How many minutes a day do we really need to dedicate to getting our lives back on track, Steve? Well, first of all, you always want to consult your doctor. You <laughs> <laughs> Let me just throw that out there real quick. Well, you know what? It's funny. 30 minutes of any type of exercise is going to enhance your day. Really? You know, obviously... 70% of your diet, I know that hurts us all on the phone here, but 70% of your diet dictates your health, and that's reality. So you really want to watch what you put in. That's going to be number one. Two, if you can just squeeze in a 15 to 30 minutes a day of anything, go to a high school auditorium, walk up and down the bleachers for 15, 20 minutes with a backpack that you normally carry anyway, and watch what happens. I guarantee you're going to see results. Yeah. Now, now the thing is, say if we do that 15, 20 minutes a day, as we go on, now we said we're about nine weeks out. Is now, a, I guess, any time is a good time to start. But when is can it, we increase that? Increase that stamina. You know, do we want to go then to an hour a day or an hour and a half a day? Absolutely, you're going to want to listen to your body. Number one, and you know what? Right now is the time, and I'm glad you brought that up. I've started a couple. I train all year round, but you know, I would tell guy hunters. I give advice. You want to start 90 days before you go hunting. You want to prepare yourself now, really, for the hunting season. So actually, you're going to listen to your body. And here's the thing. When guys start feeling, or women start feeling better, you know what? That 30 minutes becomes enjoyable. You're going to push it to 45, to that hour, to the hour and a half, and watch what happens. See, I'm already feeling worse in this interview. 70% <laughs> of my diet is Bud Light. Okay. Now, real quick. But he's, he's drinking light because he thinks that's better for him. Now, Steve, if we want to find out more about uh, Dominant Forces and you and your wife, Miss Jennifer, where do we have to head to online to do that? Check us out on OutdoorChannel.com. You can punch in both of our names, or you can go to www.DominantForces.com. Yeah. Now, you've got a, a new show coming out on Outdoor Channel, what, in January of 13? Correct. Yeah, and it's called Dominant Forces. Now, we saw a couple of trailers, and, geez, it looks like it's really an exciting show. Yeah, I'm all about excitement. I feel your guys' energy. I'm all about energy. You know, this sport, it's, it's, it's a drug. We're all addicted. That's why we do what we do. And, you know, what? we're just trying to teach hunters how to get in shape to dominate their hunt. That's our goal. Steve actually has a 90-day challenge. He's going to challenge you to lose weight in 90 days. If not, he's going to beat you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hike over to Kansas. I'm coming there. That's right. I, and I challenge you to lose 90 days and watch what happens to your guys' hunt. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Steve uh, Morgan, and he has a program called Dominant Forces. Actually, he and his wife do. I'm sorry. Miss Jennifer. Yeah, but, it should uh, be Jennifer and Steve. He's the yeah, guy. I'm, so the, I'm with you. <laughs> Yeah, he's uh, actually Captain Morgan. Uh, so uh, uh, one more time, check him out at Dominant Forces, and that's forceswithans.com. But uh, we are the revolution. We are brought to you by Ram Trucks at ramtrucks.com plus Ruger at Ruger.com and High Mountain Seasonings. You know, you can season tofu, make it taste pretty good. <laughs> High Mountain Seasonings, that's H-I-M-T-N jerky.com plus, uh, let's see, Zeiss, Zeiss.com forward slash sports. Mr. Steve, man, it's been awesome having you on, man. I really appreciate it. That was a pleasure, man. You guys are awesome, and uh, thanks for doing what you do. Alrighty. So this has been the wrap-up, Jim. You bet. 
It's the end of the show, Jim. <laughs> it's sad. I know. I can't take it either. I'm going to go eat something now. Make myself <laughs> feel better. Uh, buy some more powder. <laughs> All right. The close is coming up next. Get a new wife. <laughs> <laughs> All pre-archery season prep work assignments are due by the end of the show. And if you're late, the boys will shoot you with an arrow. Ah! Just kidding. Their aim isn't so good. This is the revolution. There are some things in life that defy explanation. Sleeping out under a few billion stars on a clear western night, for example. Or the thrill of being in the saddle and running with the herd. Words can't do justice to the scope of those experiences, such as the case at Ram, where the 1500 is so loaded with performance and personality that any attempt to describe it falls short. You simply have to climb aboard and take it for a run to fully appreciate what it means to ride on top. Guts, glory, Ram. The 390 horsepower Ram 1500 with an available 5.7 liter Hemi V8 that gets up to 20 MPG, plus a five-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. MPG based on highway EPA estimates. See a dealer for a copy of the powertrain limited warranty. Ram and Hemi are registered trademarks of Chrysler Group, LLC. For over 20 years, High Mountain Seasonings has been filling the outdoorsman's need for easy-to-use, economical, and fun kits to make your own jerky, snacking sticks, sausage, and smoked fish. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. Hey, we want to give a special thanks to all of our 367 affiliate stations, their advertisers, and everyone that makes the show possible. Like Miss Bunny, Fun Joe, our producer, Mark Paneri, Frank the Sound Guy, Ed Kurt Wells, Lenny Resmer, Rick Combs, Mike Strandlin, and Steve Morgan. <laughs> so we are Jim and Traff. And remember, if you don't live near a station we are on, always hop on our uh, website. It's OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com, top right-hand side of the page. Isn't that right, Jimmy? That's right. The Revolution, Revolution Podcast. Podcast. Listen to it. It is going to make you a better person. It'll make you taller. That's right. Well, hey, have a great weekend. God bless. And remember, your local news weather, it is coming up next. Talk to you later.